Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Anyway, with Phil Brooks, I'm His trying to... His name is not Phil Brooks, it's CM Punk. How many times do I have to repeat this to you? I'm sick of time. What the hell's that? I don't know. I think somebody's at the door. Wait. You can't even film stuff without people knocking. Nah, well, you know, that's the way of the world. Who is it? But don't start personally insulting me. Don't start personally insulting me. Number three, Leg. where we have the honor of having the great Man Mountain Rock slash Max Payne in studio. But first, Maddie, how you holding up, buddy? Is I'm doing old? pretty good. He found the mic. What are you eating over there, pal? I got what? some chicken franchise. Chicken, what do you, franchise? grade that chicken franchise, please. What? Give me a grade. I haven't touched it yet. You don't know what chicken, fr- no, no, I haven't gotten to touch You've it. You've never heard of chicken fr- we're going to discuss this in a little bit. Okay. Cool. Are you crazy? Well, I'm kind of... No, I've been... I've kind of been a vegan for the last four years. And now I'm well, a Well, that's good for you. That's... Well, I, I had to because I was in trouble. So, you know, physically had to do some things or, you know, pretty soon you're going to well, be pushing up the days. I'll share soon. with you. I had a heart attack about a, a year and a half ago. Yeah, that's kind of know. the same kind of example. Okay. So I, I got lost, diabetes I, and, you yep, know... I ate myself into diabetes. Yeah. No, this is... He's laughing. Well, I was hey, there. For, I was there for the whole thing. He have another White Castle. <laughs> Go ahead. You change your diet. Hey, I, I will tell you this. When I changed my diet, yeah. it, it made totally you ch- my blood yeah. work totally yeah. change. Oh, it saved you? my life. Yeah. Oh, when I went really? vegan, when I went vegan, it, it absolutely. I was 
I wait, was... wait, whoa, wait a minute. You quit meat completely? I did. How, wh- how hard? You know, it's, I thought originally, I thought it was going to be a motherfucker. Oh, can I cuss? Like, what do you eat for breakfast? Can you cuss? What? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What do yeah. you eat for breakfast? What does a vegan eat for breakfast? You know, there's so much good stuff out there, man. I, I uh, really, I, it's amazing. I'll tell you something I found too is like, for, for example, like breakfast cereal. All right. As I started changing and getting away from, because I was grew up a Butterton. You know, I mean, my yeah. mother, my mother was convinced that you could put butter on cow shit and sure. it would taste good. Waffles and uh, bacon. Yeah, right. And, exactly. And, uh, yeah, what? it's it's tough. Right. But I found I found that once I pulled away from all the milk product stuff, okay, um, it, it and I started drinking like uh, I know this sounds crazy, but like I mean I love almond milk. I mean no, cereal that's and almond. Not crazy. What is with Look, almond it is milk? Legitimacy it's good, man. There's got to be all, something. I'll tell you what's even better. It's now they got this new shit out. It's oat milk. Yes, that's excellent. heavy, like it's, the heavy cream yeah. oat milk. Yep, it, it's yep. like this. Oh yeah, I drink. That's what I drink. What? So I got down to 212. So you Not let me poison myself, me. and you're Mr. Health. And he thinks he's Mr. my Health. friend. I'm not Mr. Health. <laughs> what the so, fuck? Anyway. You think he'd share the fucking knowledge yeah, anyway, right? Yeah, he's like busting it my ain't gonna make a difference. and he's eating like Hold he's... on, hold on. I try to teach him about meal prepping, and he goes, Meal oh, you prepping? Me- you meal prep? I'm like, yeah, let me prep. show you. No, What, like I'll taking this, the chocolate off of the yodel and just eating the cake? What are you talking <laughs> <laughs> So anyway... You're, but no, money. You're so right because he, he, you know I, you you don't I, I, your whole life you fucking eat meat and fucking you know fat foods and cream and sugar and you know you just I just knew it was but time I had to be conscientious. This. How about this? All right. You know what I'm about right. speciesism, right? Like, oh, absolutely. All of a sudden, I'm watching this? these documentaries about animals, and uh, I'm like, "Come on, man! I can't eat these animals." That's my. That was the biggest one when I. Good for you. I went what? to. A, I went. I actually went to a vegan convention in L.A. My wife and I did. All right. And at the time, they were debuting a movie called Dominion, mm. okay. and uh, it it was. It just, it, it was torture. And I love animals. I have, I have, my wife is like the neighborhood cat lady and we have cats like everywhere. I love cats. The garage, okay. the backyard, our house. We pick up strays sure. all the time. Sure. So. They're lovable. Well, and so yeah. when you go, you know, there's a, there's some great videos on YouTube that will blow your mind. There's a guy that we sat with at this convention. Um, anyway, the the movie they showed real quick was called Dominion, and it changed my life forever. So if you really want to find out why eating meat is bad for you, it has nothing to do with what it does to your fucking health. If you love animals mm. and you hear pigs screaming as no, they're I being gassed and tortured, gonna... if you fucking, if, you know, if, if slaughterhouses were made of glass, nobody would eat meat. Thank you. And so Thank that's you. the part that we, we all have just taken for granted that the meat, and I'll tell you the biggest fucking. And by the way, I just want to say something. I'm, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite, right? Because I still eat a little chicken, bit. Yeah. right? And once in a while, I'll eat a steak. But I keep promising myself, that is it. No more eating animals. Yeah, you know, I, so I changed and I'm went fun. back to being a vegetarian because I can't. It's really tough being without cheese. Right. Cheese is the hardest one because, first of all, cheese has drugs in it. It's called casomorphine. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know this, yeah, but okay. cheese is one of the most okay. addictive substances on earth, man. And the other thing for me is it, it, it works good as an anti-diabetic because I love to eat sugar at night. 
That's mm. part of my talk about speciesism. That's who I the fuck am. You know, I, at ten o'clock, all of a sudden, a quarter hog and dogs just sounds like the right thing. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, I get it. Pretty, I get it. Sounds pretty good right about now, doesn't it? Forget they got it. And, ten. and the fuck part is, they got it at the hotel, so I'm gonna have to go buy it like this the whole time. You know, so but the the thing is, is I watched this. These guys sat next to us at this convention that own a uh, animal sanctuary in Iowa. Okay. And about two or three months after we were there, this guy went to his went back to his farm, and he was showing, he was trying to show how incredible these cows are that he that he. So what happens if cows fall off a truck or kick themselves out, get out of a truck or whatever? Then they they can't take them to the slaughtering house. So a lot of times people just drop animals off at these sanctuaries. I don't All know right. if you know about that, but okay. Anyway, this guy and his wife ran this sanctuary, so he's got this whole barn full of cows, right? And he walks over to him, and he does a magic trick where he disappears. So, like, he's standing in front of the cows, right, feeding them and talking to them. You, you should find this on the Internet. Yeah. It's one of the most amazing things you've ever seen. And when he closes the door and reopens it, he's gone. And you should see these cows. They all run over to the door and go, I swear to God, you know, blow your mind. Where did he go? Wow, that was cool. Where is he? Where is he? Maybe They're acting something. like people. You, no shit, and that's what I'm saying. When you <laughs> when you finally realize, I'll, I'll tell you another movie that will change your life if you haven't seen it. My, Super Size Me? It no, I saw that one. That changed and my I life, too. I still eat the number nine combo. Well, we I, just covered that in the last show. How do you like, argue Super that? Super Size Me, they oh, proved that dude, eating McDonald's. Oh, I saw which it. Which the Pharaoh Absolutely. does Andrew. will kill you, yeah, but he's still alive. It hasn't even put a pound on me. Well, you're lucky. You but got I that. was forced, though, to be fair. I was forced. It's like, you know, the situation Wait I'm Wait a minute. He was forced to eat McDonald's. No, can I explain? It's a, <laughs> I, I don't want to take liberties with, with the person's fridge. Yeah. So, and I don't have a fridge in the room I rent. So basically my... Or he's just too lazy to go shop for himself and cook hot, for himself. Whichever way you want to play rough. this. My Man Mountain meals. or Max. My, Whatever which way you want to play this, bro. Max, first of all, this is Max fucking pain okay. in my mind. To, right. to, quote, to, quote, to quote the great Scott Steiner, I reminded him today. He gave me a line that I carried Scott's my whole, the, the my whole crew. He said uh, we were, he was doing an interview, me, uh, interview about me in Memphis. And when we yeah. first were in Memphis together, he says, Max Payne, the name says it all. Yeah, so I carried that with me. It right? does. See, that makes it. You argue with you Scott see, Steiner. You can't. You can't. I learned How a long time Scott? ago. How is Scott Steiner? You know, most people, it's funny because I know this. Most people don't know that their real name, their real last name okay. is Rick Steiner. Okay. Okay. Rick changed his name okay. when he came into the business and converted the whole name, last name of Rick Steiner into Rick Steiner. Okay. So okay. I knew both Scott and Rob Ricksteiner right. when they wrestled at the University right. of Michigan because I wrestled at Iowa State at the right. same time they were, were there. You were top five All-American, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, right? I was. This? Thank there you. There you go. And you go. so I knew both of them really well from right. college days. So before they were yeah. what they were. Yeah, oh, yeah, before they were. What is, what is Scott? You know, I understand Rick is a, a, a legend, but Scott is so polarizing. What is Scott life in real, in real life? I mean... You know, I have, is he anything like that character? Because basically, that character you that, would not approach in any situation. Unless, and it's funny, unless you have a relationship with him. Okay. Like today, you know, I, 
I don't think of him as Big Papa Pump. Of course not. I know him. Same with Rob. And I said to Rob today, I said, I hope you don't mind if I call you Rob because you know everybody fucking I, right. so few people know his real name is Rob Rickstein. Right, right. That you know, I mean, so well, I don't know. I actually went to high school with a guy that went to school with him in Michigan. With the Rick Steiners? Yeah, and well, oh, with, wow. uh, with with Rob. What with Rob. This is? Okay. He said, he said okay. Rob was. Scott's, a, you know, I have, I'll tell a little you, crazy. I'll tell you, Scott's one of those guys. I have every memory I have with him. He was fucking. He's nuts. He's isn't really you? nuts. Okay. So the big Papa Pump character isn't much of a stretch for him. He's one of those guys. He's truly one of the boys in the sense that if you ain't part of his fucking tribe, you ain't in. Yeah, you, you know, that's just in. the way it is. All right, but well, we're gonna go to commercial break. But I just want to cover a little news article with you, Farrell. Matthew Coleman, the dad right. of the who allegedly killed. And by the way, if you didn't news know, article? this is a great pro wrestling superstar, Mr. Max Payne, who's Thank sitting you. on the couch. That's today. right. Thank you so much. Uh, AKA Man Mountain Rock. Matthew yes. Coleman, the dad who allegedly killed his dad, uh, kids over what? Uh, tune-in theories and uh, deteriorated over. rapidly on August seventh. Coleman and his wife Abby, thirty-five, were packing a family trip. Authorities allege that Coleman abruptly put his two kids, Kalo and Rock. Roxy, two, two months and four months old, two months into a van, drove away from their Santa Barbara home in, in California. What? Abby called the police in concern. According to the FBI report, she told authorities that she and her husband have been arguing and there was no marital strife. The, uh, long story short, this gentleman, I don't want to call him a gentleman, decided <laughs> that you know, he didn't want these kids anymore, and he killed, oh. he killed them with a spear. Okay. Can uh, we... Oh, uh, spear hunting. Okay. Uh, d- you know what? You feed me two bottles of wine, and you want me to be civil? No. Why don't we, like, uh, put him on television and have him castrated live on television till he bleeds to death? How about that? Well, I think that's way too kind. I'm trying to be civil. No, there's nothing civil about no. somebody so who kills their children. So what are we doing children. a piece of shit like this? You know, you, know, you got two, two kids, two months and four months? Was that the ages? Uh, I decided I don't want my kids anymore? Two months and ten months, What yes. are you feeding Oh, me? my God. Your thoughts. I'm you know, like, people, I, I, when it comes to, I, I was watching, I watch a lot of the crime shows. I love them. And I, sure. When it comes to killing uh, children... It comes you know, to killing anybody, but well, I got anybody, you. yeah. I got but you. children, children's like, Come you on. know, yeah. yeah. Killing, I mean, fuck. It always reminds me of the Pat Benatar song, "Hell Is for Children." Wow. Yeah. It always this shit, this shit, because yeah. they always get fucking picked. You know, it's that thing that they're raped, they're killed, and it's just, it's such bullshit. They're helpless. What do you, what do you do with somebody like that? And the, the truth of the matter is, you know what? And so, first of all, it would be, it would do you no good to just fucking put them in a penitentiary because, right. and, and for life, because they right. have no, re- they obviously are complete and utter psychopaths that yeah. have no concept. Oh, plus of, they're getting food and shelter yeah, for life. So, well, if yeah. taxpayers' money, I don't you know, think so. My favorite thing on that kind of shit was always, I always thought it would be great to have like Inmate Island. Ooh. And that. That, that, that had like from New York, brother. Yeah, exactly. Take Let Manhattan you, Island, like throw them all in there, there and have their way. TV and you, show. Yeah, you know, you just don't, you don't, you, didn't, you never see or hear from them. Max Payne for president. I got ah! a giant wall. Just yeah. Build a giant wall. You employ yeah. a whole bunch of guards, right? I think they're all so. employed. I think you just so. sit on the wall. Yeah. That's their job, eight hours a day. Yeah. Couple of shifts. 
Just throw a whole bunch of people. Have at it. Do whatever you want to do with each other. See, I think you go one step further and build a big fucking moat around the island and fill it with fucking great whites. So just in case you think nice. you're going to fucking get off. We got some friends out there waiting for you. Nice. We, we make like sure it. they don't get fed very often. I'm voting yeah. for you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate, I hate stories. You know, I remember there was a chick named Kathy Smith who uh, I was watching Good Morning America one morning getting ready for work. And she came on there crying about somebody, of course, she blamed a black man, had jumped in her car and stolen her children. And I looked at my wife at that time and I said, she's fucking lying. And by the end of that day, she'd confessed to killing her children. And she didn't just kill them. She put them in a fucking Honda Civic and drove them off a boat ramp and watched it slowly. Why is it always drowning with these psycho I don't know. Moms. but it's, These psycho moms have the same story I just, every time. I, so what do you do with that? I mean, yeah. that's the question. Yeah. How, you can't. Yeah. There's nothing that's going to stop that in society. Would it, be, would it be wrong with public executions on television? For well... People? So I mean, are we getting too far? Well, or is it just like, you know what? You were a piece of shit. Let's set an example. This is not what you do, and we're going to shame you in front of everybody. How about that? Well, okay, I like that. It feels good to do that in some it's, ways. It's kind of evil, but, it is, but I'm admitting. So I'm here's admitting. the way I feel about that. I always, I always try to put myself in this position when that happens. And I, I'm not trying to be theologically here, theological here, right. but I'm trying to say... Well, someone's got to be sensible. You know? No one, nowhere in the New Testament okay. does he resolve a single no. issue with True. violence. True. And so... Although he got really pissed when he, he got was pissed, selling but, the wares in but, the temple. But oh, that's always the example. That's he the made old... a whip out of court and yeah. drove them out. That, that's which true. Which is something I always wonder about. But, but yeah. But, I digress. But, but, you know? but the truth of the matter is, if there was one, like just right now, if there's one right. time he was pissed, but he right. still didn't kill. Oh, no one like showed he, restraint. It wasn't like, like he Jesus loaded the AK-47. No one. Yeah, right. I got you. I got you. I have to say, if... If we're going to believe and feel, if we're going to theologically believe that there's an afterlife and a God for them to answer to, right. well right. then, oh vengeance boy. is mine, saith yeah. the Lord. Leave it to the greater. Power. I think so. Right, I agree. You know, because I, end, because if we start yeah. whacking, that's why the death penalty, in right. my opinion, I just it's rough. Thou shalt not kill. Right. It doesn't say. I, I get you. You I don't. Gotcha. You don't have the right to make a decision on someone else's right. life, no matter what. They no do. matter I, what. It, right. It's that's what the Bible So Charlie says Manson should have just been given life, and that's the end of that. And that's what I, happened. Yeah. And that is ultimately what happened. Well, anyway, but what we about? Got, we got uh, you know, Listen, we got to hit a quick commercial do break. It, do this it. This is yeah, incredible. Brother. Yes. Max Payne in the house. Yes, sir. This ain't. Your ordinary pro Max wrestling Captain interview. Payne. We'll be right back with Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. I'm not going to go through the usual stick because this is getting crazy here, baby. <laughs> See you in an alcoholic second. <laughs> <laughs> do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. Hi, it's Josh from Under the Table Hot Sauce. I'm here with my friend, the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Yeah, what's up, JB? Nah, nothing. It's been a hot summer, and for all your barbecue needs, you can go to UndertheTableHotSauce.com. 13 unique flavors to choose from, created and bottled in a Long Island kitchen. UndertheTableHotSauce.com. Let's go chow, JB. Let's do it. All the flavor, twice the burn.
Wrestling fans, now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at MontyandthePharaoh.com. Fine. All right, welcome back to Long Island's Long Island's number one pro yeah, wrestle broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. And stuff. And boy, do we have a special guest. We've been excited for this all month. Yes, the sir. great Max Payne. Thank Max, you. how are you, sir? I'm, hey, I'm here with you guys. How can I be bad? Oh, yeah, my God. Listen to that. Go. Listen to nice. that. It's like being at a bar. Yeah, so it, you well, had the big event. Go. I was. One of the you bigger were. wrestling things. It was and, great. Uh, it's the biggest thing First in of New all, York, I'll ask you this. Usually. And, and be honest, how does it feel Whoa. that all these wrestling fans, after all this time, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just love you, yeah. and like you've changed their lives. Like, you know, for a regular schmuck like you know, me, fair. Pharaoh's not a schmuck, but, uh, but, uh, deluxe, but for me, but uh, I'll say to you is like, fair. how does it feel that you've influenced people's lives, and they and they still remember you after all this time, and they want to just get pictures with you and see you and all that good stuff. You know, I, I there's there's really no words to describe the spiritual uh, awakening it really is i mean i've been gone for 30 years yeah so when kevin got a hold of me and said max did you know there's people looking for you and i'm like really um i've said this before and i and when i left the wrestling business i was i was fucked up i was really fucked up and i was because of the business or uh, well, the drugs and everything. Well, or, or you know what? Expectations. The, let's let's go with what what Monty just said. Okay. But okay. But the drug, the drug, is fucking wrestling. The most addictive, powerful, fucking psyche changing. Not the cocaine. Not the, not fuck, the steroids. No, because, not any no, of that shit. No, because you the can. Wrestling there's, itself. There's fucking places okay. you can go to get help with withdrawal from that. Sure. There's sure. places you can go to help sure. you understand how that works in you. When I left the wrestling business, I didn't get out of bed for three months. Age I, when you left? I was seven... 35? I just, two, that's kind I of just young. have to interrupt. Okay. One fan says something that's very interesting. Off the last conversation, he got? says, I've always had an idea of replacing dog and horse racing. This is Don the Barber. Dog yep. and horse right, racing. With having convicted pedophiles wow. and child abusers to fight to death and letting public the public gamble on it. You know, it it's in a way expose. On, and I, Honestly, I, I can see. I, I love can, Don the Barber. But I can see that I think though. It's crazy. I don't think that's well, that crazy. You're so, shaming animals for no reason, and he's saying shame the humans who deserve it. You know, I, I, I think I, I think I agree with you on this one, Ramses. Um, oh, sorry, Pharaoh. <laughs> Ramses. Hey, listen though. You gotta fucking, love it. First of all, he's a, first of it. all, first of all. Ramses is the greatest of all time. I'm, I'm well so aware. So that's a fucking huge compliment. As the Pharaoh, you know, I didn't call you. Much. I didn't fucking call you uh, yeah. Tutankhamun yeah. who yeah. died when he was yeah. 19. <laughs> you didn't call me Shemp in the world of curly. Right. I, I right. got you. Although Shemp rules. I didn't call not. you CD Alpha or whatever. You know, that's all just I fucking appreciate Ramsey, it, man. sir. Max fucking Payne, by the way. That's it. Yeah. I appreciate it. I you appreciate know, it. you know, the wrestling business. Um, I. I I am that guy who is completely the 
literal definition of addictive personality. Okay, I can. So re- when I you when you fucking when you you know when you go out in front of a crowd every night and you start to fill that, and then this is why the wrestling business is so great. I'm getting. I'm going to go back to what we started talking sure, about, which is I'm the addiction you. part, yeah, because this you. is truly the addiction. Right. And I'm going to say some shit that I've said before, but I'm, I'm, I'm really I love this comparison because it's so true. I watched a Schwarzenegger movie, Pumping Iron. He talks about how lifting and the comparison between masturbation and those kind of things. Right, right. And I've always, right. I've always said wrestling, when you're a great wrestler, like, for example, I, I, we were just talking about the match between uh, Macho Man and Steamboat in WrestleMania three. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a bullshit finish, but let me not get into that. Right. Go ahead. So possibly one of the greatest fucking matches in the history of sure. wrestling. Sure, sure. You know, when you, when I watched Steamboat talking about that and what Steamboat said at the end of that interview was so pertinent to everything about wrestling is he said, Macho Man was so fucking proud of what they'd accomplished in the ring. Oh, yeah. So the part of that that is amazing is when you're, when you finally get it, Dickie Murdoch said to me in Japan one time, I said, how long does it think it takes to fucking get good in the wrestling business? He said, honestly, you won't have a fucking clue till you've been in it for 10 years. And at the time, I thought, fuck, 10 years, Christ, I hope I'm ready to retire in 10 years, not right. a, let alone learn the fucking business, yeah. right? And by the but, way, you were on a rocket ship. You were very quick to, yeah, on your Right, you, know, you, had, your you had like this burst. Yeah, and, and I just pissed everybody off, and that ended up being a huge cost for me but the point of what i'm trying to say is is i consider wrestling when i finally got to the you know i had some great teachers red bastine broke me in rip rogers i've read over and over about rippy rippy's probably the greatest living trainer you still trained alive. with benoit i did i lived it with benoit what are your memories of him and what were your emotions when what went down oh i'll crazy? tell you all about it. let me finish telling you this part fair about enough. what i said earlier fair enough Wrestling is like masturbating the audience. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. You go out oh, there yeah. oh, and you take them to, the, when you take an audience to the point where they're ready them. to come, it's and, you go, and you go, oh, right. no, I'm not, I'm not letting you have that you, fucking nut you. yet. Not until I say it's time. Right. Right. You know, when you finally really get that and you really go out there and have great matches like that, when you finally walk away from 10,000 people a night, 18,000 people a night, I, I didn't know how to deal with not having. And then, and then, of course, all of the First shit. of all, I don't think anybody could deal with that, right? Because you played Madison. You know, look, you played some of the biggest arenas yeah, in Madison the world. Yeah, Madison Square. Absolutely. And, you know, being a musician. Sumo Palace. Yeah. Right, and being a musician yourself, right? Yeah. And, and then playing You already wrestling. understood the entertainment factor being a musician. That's got to I mean, be hard to get over, right? It's oh, it's like, impossible. You know, I'm still not over it now. I still have I, I still have fantasies. Fuck, so I've, been, I've been talking about Taker. I always, I always right. thought Taker and I could have a hell of a run. Right, right. You know, two right. big badass motherfuckers. Because I... I always thought I had a pretty good punch, and Taker had a great you, fucking right. punch. Do you think Big they dude? put the wrong gimmick on you, though? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, I wished I, you know, I saw, I saw Stone Cold talk about the same thing. I wished I would have done what he did. I would have garnered a shitload what more What would you have called yourself, and what would you have done to tweak what you feel went wrong? I, I wouldn't have let him not let me be Max Payne. <laughs> 
You want to be Max Payne. Because. That's why I'm calling him Max fucking Payne. And, and, the, okay. and, and Wait, the whole deal you was. You wanted to be Max Payne? Yeah. All along. Yeah. And I, and I let Vince put Man Mountain Rock on me. And I, I. What was that conversation like? Did he come to you? Yeah. Did he say, I'm going to call you Man What did you say to him? Did you try to fight for Wait, Max Payne? Wait a minute. To add on. I did. Just before you think about this. You did. You I were did. a musician at heart. Yeah. Vince could feel it. Yep. Right. He feels that. Yeah. And he's like, "Let me go to this guy's strength." Right. Because yeah. Max Payne was a different character. So Man Mountain Max Rock Payne was a was was a Cactus Jack type of character. Yep. He, being Vince, said, but "Look, Cactus this is this Jack guy. wasn't broken yet." Well, they 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 told me the reason the reasoning behind t- not doing it was because I looked too much like Taker, and I've always said that's not fair. That's not fucking for not not look like him, but my gimmick was dark. Right, right. it was and, dark. Okay. Right, okay. and so you know we we talked about this. I love Mark with all my heart. I think Mark's amazing. I would never say anything to degrade Mark in any way, shape, or form. He was, all I've ever so said. Mark Calloway, the Undertaker, was good to you. Oh fuck yeah, he's always been good to me. Okay. We, I I don't know him that well. I really don't. Well, what you knew of but, him? Okay, I went to Memphis. And Mark followed me in Memphis as the master of pain. Right. So right. it was one of those things where, uh, I guess, forgive me, I felt. So Taker comes here and he does his thing, but I can't come and be who I am because right. I, I'm not going to take nothing away from Taker. I thought you were distinctively different from That's him, what I so thought. I so and then, so that's, that's the fair. part. You know, I guess uh, what really just fucking was hard for me is when they walked in with tie-dyed, I'm not a fucking hippie. Right. Uh, I mean, right. I like tie-dyed. Don't get me wrong. Did you try to argue with Vince? Oh, yeah. He, I tried really hard. Uh, he, he was just it just no. you and Vince alone in the room? And what's really fucked up about the whole deal is in my contract... They tried to take Max Payne in my contract and take the name from me so I could never use it again publicly. It was why? in my contract. Which is a very, which is very, which is a very interesting, no, but because why? it's smart. Yeah. It was a very smart move, right? Because they, because they buried the Max look, Payne character. It, look, I'm kind of jumping over, but from what I understand, you had sued uh, a couple of companies. That was later. Right. That was after the business. But the reason they wanted that was because they're smart. They're trying to lock down names. Absolutely. Smart business. This is a guy. And look, to be fair, they were invested in him. Hold on. If I'm the machine that's pushing you, that you get to go in Madison Square Garden. Oh, it makes sense. I want rights to that. that. And guess what? If it continues on, I want the money for it because I'm the one that's pushing you. But why? John Cena. Look, this is about this, this great icon but right. John Cena said right he made me yeah that deserves my Listen, name Cena gets it he okay des- you know, he's actually he owns my name because he deserves it and that's what and, I, and honestly out, though, why he would because he didn't he, you're nailing it you're you guys are nailing it you're right on but he, why would he want that kind of ownership believe in him enough to want that kind of ownership and well give okay him a, a short point listen listen man let me tell you something um in fairness there's a whole lot behind this story okay. that you guys don't know. Who did you get in Let's fights with behind so the let me, scenes? Let, okay, so let, I, I will tell. I'll give you as okay. quick a rundown as I possibly no, can. All right, good. good. No, take your time. When I is fine. when I moved to Atlanta and okay. to be in the WCW, what year? This was 1993. 
three. January, like, I think it was when I did Super Brawl 3 in 93. Join the timetable. Right. Okay. So okay. I, they, I talked to Bill Watts after I was in Germany. I was in Germany for two seasons with Otto Bonds. Otto Bonds. And I, and I talked to Bill Watts. Rip Rogers got Bill Watts on the phone for me. Top to the chest. Yes, you know it. Rip Rogers. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, fuck you. Real quick. You need to be chopped in the chest. Did you know? Did you know that some people think that you're not in this business until you take you've a- been chopped in the chest? God damn! Sue me now, bitch! <laughs> For, unless you've been cho- chopped by Rich Rod. What do you thought, Rip Rogers? That's how you get in the business. Rip is uh, Rip's one. Of, Rip's another one of those guys <laughs> who is so misunderstood. Sorry, he, he's really a misunderstood guy okay. in some no, ways. No, that's not, he's not good, Rip Rogers. Trust me. No, I know, you're not. I know I'll you're tell not. You off air. I, I know you're not. I know you're not. Rip's one of those guys that right. He's, Rip he's Rogers a, cool. He, man. He's a polarizing dude cool, you either man. love him or you cool fucking hate him and i love him because he never okay. did anything but good by me okay in fact okay. he's the one that encouraged my gimmick okay so, so what happened behind right, the scenes so i don't want to go up, let's get back to behind yeah, the okay scenes. so here's what happened what here's what happened this? when i went to atlanta okay i uh i already had an idea so i had an idea for a band since i was eight years old okay uh that's a long story i'm not going to tell you that real quick that, instrument please. uh guitar Next. And so that works. I wanted to have this band um, revolve around the words living insanity. Okay. And the question is, is living insanity three words or two words? Wow. So that's why I wanted to do this band because let me just tell you this. this we'll save this conversation for another day. Okay. But I was born and raised in a mental hospital. Nice. And uh, nice. And so that's my family was in the mental hospital. But, but <laughs> well, my mom, okay. my mom worked there, and so I. Oh, that's even better. I was like an only child, and uh, so from you the time I was a hang kid out after the show. But oh, it ahead. was fucking great. Oh, okay, I have such okay. great. In fact, a particular story <laughs> brought up this great. living insanity thing. Okay. And I realized when I was about eight years old this huge difference um, from the people that were stuck in the insane asylum where right. my mother worked right. and those on the outside. Sure. And that's where living insanity came from. Yeah. And the question I just asked you, Follow so me. I always wanted this band. Um, and when I was in Japan, the Japanese got pissed off at me because I told them I wanted to be Max Payne. I worked very hard to create the name Max Payne. Enoki or Baba? Enoki. Inoki. Yeah, that was with Chris. Okay. And uh, they okay. they were pissed and kicked my ass home because I told the reporters that I wanted to be Max Payne. They, they beat you up in the ring. They, well, they didn't beat me up in the ring. But okay. they, I'm just curious as to what they did. You know, oh, he just came. They just came to me and yelled at me, and it also told okay. me that was part Inoki's of. Inoki's re- an asshole. What are we? It wasn't Inoki. It was Sakaguchi. Was the uh, guy. Sakaguchi. Okay. Okay. So um, when I went to Germany, the first season I was there, I. I could play the guitar, but I wasn't as good as I wanted to be. So when I went home between 91 and 92, or 90 and 91, whenever the seasons were I was Mm -hmm. in Germany, Mm -hmm. I started the Metallica Black album. It just came out. Of course. And I learned every song on the album. You weren't mad that they changed the direction? Oh, fuck, I loved that album. I thought it was great because I was ready. I loved loved fucking Master. I loved Justice. I love them all. Yeah, but, you know... 
black was just the perfect transition I into agree. fucking. Uh, it was the Hulkamania, the Hulk Hogan in, thing from Metallica. Living insanity, a fan out there, Hayes Machine saying that it was Road Dog on vocals, what? Nick Patrick on guitar, what is going on and Doctor Squash That's on drums. That's not your band. That can't be true, right? That's not your band. So hold on. So I'll right. tell you the story. What oh, shit. Okay, hold on. Go ahead. Let's hear it. So, the audience knows what's going on. So, so I... Oh, no. Clearly, we don't know shit. No, this is not... No, we had a real fan. This guy was a real musician. I'm not... What is this lineup? I'm turning over Help the show to out. the fans I, we don't know shit. Go I tap my hat to the fans. They know what... Max, go ahead. They, well, it's because I finally started telling the story. The story's... I'm telling you, this story's going to come out. I'm going to come back, you guys. There's no way around it because when I tell you the rest of the story, you guys are going to fucking have so much fun with this. It's unbelievable. Okay. So I moved to, so I practice my guitar, go back to Germany, and I finally introduce my gimmick in Germany. Okay. And I become Max. To Otto. For Otto, yeah. And And I finally become Max. You liked it. Not only did he like it, he loved it. And uh, so on the 18th, so let me just tell you this really quick part of this story because it's super important. When I was in, on December 14th, 1975, mm-hmm. I went to a concert at the Terrace Ballroom in Salt Lake City. It was, okay. It was Utah? Kiss. It was Kiss. Oh, when they were, kiss. they were, they were green. They the just, real Kiss. Yeah, the first album. Oh, with Peter and Ace. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and this was a ballroom, so this was yeah. only about 1975? 1975. This is when they're putting out Kiss Alive. Oh, yeah. With Ab- Eddie Kramer. Absolutely. Who produced my record. That was great. Anyway, next. So, cheap plug. So, I'm doing a very cheap plug. So that, I'm, we're story hall indivisible. Right, I gotta Fine. hear this story. We maybe we'll get to the story. It's okay. One, it's uh, okay. I did a cheap plug for five seconds. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. All right. Kiss. So, so there? Kiss. I I, I go Monty's to this concert. There. He left me at home. From that fucking right. day forward, I have this dream where I'm standing on stage with Kiss. Okay. They hand me. Ace hands me his guitar. Okay. The fucker's hot. During shock me. I don't. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why so not? he hands me the guitar. Okay. Which, by the way, has and, terrible lyrics. And, that is great uh, lyrics. Leave, leave Ace alone. That was his hey, first if, vocal. If we're gonna fucking oh, go a great kiss it. song, let's go back to Strutter. Strutter, but that's not Ace singing. I'm trying to get you. Oh, I see. I shock. No, Ace was. This was guitar. This is Ace's guitar moment. Here, fucker. Okay. See if you can play this one. Hold on. Is is it not true that I can write a kiss song? No, no. Don't. Don't. Please don't agree with him. Go ahead. Say it. Listen. Wait. Listen. Say it. Say it. He thinks that he's he can write a song as talented as what Kiss wrote. Listen. That's rough. Listen, okay, I I'm understand. not going. I'm Christy, not going to go with. Let me tell you let's go. I was in the car with my wife. Christine, Christine 16, 16 is great. Christy 16. The, it says Christy 16 for 40 minutes. Yes. No, stop Max, it. Help me out. Help me out. I, I, I'm going to have to disagree because Kiss changed my life. Thank you. I mean, when you I pulled when I pulled alone. that fucking eight track out of Bowman's drugstore and saw when that the, the first time, I when went, the drummer God. writes Beth. Max. Shut the fuck up. Max, right. let's, get you know back, I mean? let's get back on okay. the side. Okay. Okay. So anyway, no, I had this kiss. dream, this recurring dream, and on December 18th, 1992, I think it Wait, was. You played with Kiss? No, I played in front of a crowd in Bremen, Germany, the biggest crowd I ever played Germany in front of. Germany loves their, their 18, rock. 18,000, and I'll never forget this because nice. I, I went out there. I didn't have you, – you'll really appreciate this because you're a guitar player. So I go out there with a fucking piece of shit little nady wireless what are you in a fucking 18,000 fucking – What are you bringing of, that out No, for? I – well, because I – That's all you had? Well, these guys fucking didn't – 
understand. Vince Vince did this to me too. Vince did this to me. Oh Give fuck! Me shitty equipment. He did, bro. He fucking on? did. They just didn't. all right. But you went so, out there. So I went out there and I fucking right. played it. I That's played. Right. And God of I, Thunder. And when I no, I played my one of my my own okay. writing song. That works for me. When I turned it down, there's this fucking delay of about. Oh, a second and a half oh, where the crowd, you, over here. you can't hear the crowd. And so uh, I'm thinking, oh, God, they're going to boo me. Right. And right, all of a right. sudden, the fucking you roof realize. came down. Okay. I just, they started fucking you going realize. nuts and chanting Zugabin. How'd you which, perform with the, the delay? It was hard. It was That's, hard. I've it was really it. hard, but I, I pulled I, it off that but night. But you, you did it. And uh, nice. I nice. never had the dream again. The what dream went the, away that it, night. The dream stopped. It stopped. It, it, How do you explain that? Well, is, it's psyche. It was because I the, because that? because I finally played in front of a crowd. They, okay. they everybody so that was looking at me it through dreams. Yeah, and then it, and wow. I finally manifested it on Dude, the on the 18th of December 1992. That's wow. insane. So I went to when Kurt I, Cobain showed up with his flannel and ruined his good mood from the 80s. Oh, that's well, that's what you that Cobain guy ruined everything. He blames Kurt Cobain for ruining. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to tell you, Monty. Kurt Cobain did the greatest thing that ever fucking happened. And I'm a hairband guy. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love hairband. I love 90s music. Don't get me wrong. But Cobain came in and just ripped the heart out of music. No, he did not. He did. He did. But thank God he did. Because fucking, can you imagine White Snake still trying to throw Tony Katane's dead body across the fucking Porsche? Could you imagine 10 more years of the bullet boys? No. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah, fuck. Here That's comes ridiculous. Winger. Yeah, no shit. Here comes Cinderella. Oh, fuck. Get me the fuck out Yeah, it was here. done. It was time. It was really Dude, done. Dude, I love 90s I, music. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, Smashing 80s rock, Alice, dude. Alice in Chains, bro. Alice in Chains. The Black the, Sabbath of the 90s. I'm a fucking, huge fan, but guess what? I'm sorry. She's my cherry pie. Oh, I mean, come on, brother. Now, that's a song. Now, that's a song. That's a great song. But you you can say that that if you wanted to make fun of a band, because I'm telling you right now, Kiss Kiss. This is wrong. Kiss Kiss is as good of record as any other record out there. When you bought, if you bought Kiss Kiss and you fucking put the needle down and that band would have sucked, you'd have walked away like that. Right. You Nobody in this fucking planet could have survived right. a shitty album. But right. wait a minute. But it was Kiss Kiss's album. good music, but very simplified music. Is but that's different. what makes music great. I understand. Right. I mean, listen to right. fucking hip-hop. I was just listening the other day to fucking to Snoop Dogg and Christ, it's a drum Max, beat and a fucking... Hold on, no, dude. Christine 16. It's literally I'm not a fan of it. of See, Christine, Christine 16. That's a great song. With Gene Goldberg. Enough <laughs> about Christine 16. Fuck that Gene, song. Christine let's talk, let's talk about Slow Jim. Let's uh, talk about fucking Strutter. Let's talk about, about Love Gun. Love Gun. Grab my Love Gun. No, Leave, I, mean, what? I can write that's that. The I can kiss. write that. Wait a second. That's the greatest kiss song ever written, Love Gun. <laughs> and Paul Stanley says so. Leave that fucking alone. Yeah. He's referring to his all penis I'm saying as a is, machine. All I'm saying Leave is it. I can write that. Yeah. I no, can write, you can't. Grab my love you gun. You cannot <laughs> write love gun. But you I gotta have the rest you. of the... You can write it, but then you gotta have the other fucking guys yeah. pull it all together right. to right. make the like song. Mike well, that's Bondi. why I get Max Payne and, and Farrow. <laughs> Wait a second. It's like Mike Bondi's gonna come up with... No, you're misunderstanding it. That's why I get Max Payne and the Farrow. I can write, though, grab my love gun. I so, can write that. 
He's speaking from the Vince McMahon persona where he would delegate and you and I would carry the fucking oh, tune. You don't want to do, do you that? You realize this? You, see, that's one of the reasons I got a lot of heat because I was one. I was a guy. Yeah, well, that's that they, where we were. They where never, did you get all this heat? They, well, so let me finish. Behind so the scenes. Let's, let's, go, let's go with the About question, which was <laughs> the road dog question and Nick Patrick and yeah, all Yeah, what are they doing? So here's what shit. happened. Now Wait. I'm going to tell, I'm going to start telling the whole story. This is rough. So I cashed in. When I signed a contract with WCW, I was given two um, basically e-tickets. You'll anybody our age knows what an e-ticket is mm-hmm. from Disneyland, which were the best tickets back in the day. Okay, but they give me two e-tickets a month to fly back to Salt Lake City, where my family was. So wait, Max, I just got to interrupt. I'm sorry. My wife, who hates the show, oh, yeah. way, she hates our show. What did she got to say? She just wants to say she's smart. With all due respect, lick it up. Donna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how Bingo. about this? Let's, let's, we're gonna fucking go the shit kiss songs. Let's. How about this? I what, was what made doing? for loving you, here? baby. You were oh, made wait, wait, the so disco baby. fucking wait, kiss. Baby. Wait Disco kiss. Now hold Fuck on off, Gene. Quit I, trying to make money on no, everything. Can, 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 please, All please, right, please. I, I love him. He rocks. But let's let this seriously. Dynasty. If you look at the By rest the way, of the Max, did you think this is the show this you're going on? This is fantastic. You know what? I, 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 I'm prepared for anything. I'm fucking, I love this. So yeah, you, there you go. You don't have Dynasty, to fucking... if you take away, by the way, which is a great song, by the way, yeah. I Was Made For Loving You, is a great effing no, song. No, it's not. Yes, it no, is. No, it's not. It fucking is. Strutter is a great song. No, I Fucking agree. Deuce Listen, is a worse, is a judging great song. that song is a rock song. But okay. Strutter put on I don't think. What? I don't think. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I was in so. Put on your black leather! That shocked me! You got the wrong (laughs) fucking song! This is. Wait! See, wow. I, I'm one of those guys who believe in the first three Kiss albums. I'm okay. like, a, I, it's kind of like. Did most... you know how unhappy they were with the production? Oh yeah, I do. And Did you know I... that that's why they called in Eddie Kramer, who produced with Stereo Holes Indivisible. But uh, but I, I will I will say this that if they think that their production was bad in those, I thought it was albums, good. Quite I think honestly, I think Hotter Than Hell. I love Hotter it's than great, hell. but the production quality of Hotter Than Hell compared to the first Kiss album, yeah, but it is not the, as good. It has the parallel to the Paranoid from Black Sabbath. It does because it's it it's not production wise like you know aesthetically pleasing. Yep, but it's. It's badass. It's raw. It's badass. So, but that's what I'm saying. So the first three Kiss albums, and I love Dress to Kill. Well, that's why they called Eddie in for Kiss Alive. I thought Dress to Fucking Kill. Dress to Kill's great. great. It's fucking fantastic. Well, that's where rock and roll all night is. So, I mean, you got to you got to give that album credit. So, what did you what did you think of the Kiss later albums? Like, you know, at some point, the only one I'd like Max to finish this. I will. I will. I like (laughs) Trinity. I like (laughs) Trinity. Hey, folks, he will eventually. (laughs) But we're all having a good time, and you know we are. Yeah, our fans rule. Of course they do. Next, so here's so let me let's go back to the story. So here's what happened. So. I you go were to pissing Atlanta. Everybody off behind the scenes. That's where we were. Oh, I'm good at that. Okay. So I go to Atlanta, and <laughs> I go to Atlanta, I and I and and when I was playing the, when I played the national anthem, which was my introduction to the wrestling That's business. Anthem. Wow. So okay. I play the national anthem, okay. and I go out there and I'm playing. And you can actually watch. If you have never seen this, you owe it to yourself to go watch I'm this. Good. I'm good. So 
I, as I'm playing, you can actually watch the fucking crowd. They're going, oh, wait a minute. This motherfucker's playing. This guy's good. He's playing this, right? Really playing this. Okay. So I go out there and I play this. And if I would have been Bill Watts sitting behind the, the, the screen. One of the greatest promoters ever. I, I mean, I, how can I say anything bad about oh, him? He gave me my break. Love Bill right? Watts. And I didn't out. even get to say goodbye to the fucking guy. It broke my heart. I ended up being pretty good friends with Eric and did yeah. the road with Eric a bunch. Okay. okay. But so... If I would have been out there, if I was a promoter and I'm sitting in the back room and I'm watching my big fucking hill out there playing the guitar and all of a sudden the fucking crowd is cheering for him. Right. Sid, get your ass out there and knock this motherfucker out. Right. Because look right. at the angle of that. Sure. Jesus sure. Christ. Sure. Whoever fucking knocked me out while I'm fucking playing the national anthem, you got to eat the rest of your fucking life. For the audience at home, Sid as in? Absolutely. Sid Vicious. Thank you. Or fucking whatever they called him i only sid know justice. him as sid justice vicious he said justice sid vicious. Sid he went, vicious, didn't he go by vicious and yeah vicious. in atlanta yeah. or in correct. memphis in when atlanta, he first started. Wait, yeah, correct yeah correct so so i would have i would have soon as because my life was actually really doomed after that because they sent me out there with dustin Rhodes as a heel and fucking I, the crowd sat on their hands the whole match because fuck was, how do you boo a guy that just played the national for anthem the US title right yeah right so how do you boo this fucking guy that goes out there right, right. and plays the national anthem right so the fucking it was, it was a baby face match right you know right. instead of them looking at me and going see this is the problem i've, I've said about the wrestling business that sometimes it, you know if the goal the goal of the wrestling business should be nothing else but making money. Right. Because it's not a fucking, it's not like we're testing to see who's the best right. athlete. Absolutely. It's a fucking right. work. So if it's a work, then the right. only thing you should do is make money. And I guess the thing I never understood is why nobody looked at me and goes, fuck, man, we can make some money with this guy. Right. And that part I never understood. But then as you start to see the things that happened as I did this, it makes a lot more sense why I left. And why I got pushed out, if you will. Do you think you were too similar to guys like Foley, or I mean, do you think there was a similarity? I don't think so. Factor? I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I'm just wondering no. how you you were able to filter an explanation to yourself. I wasn't. You to give that's that's why peace, I'm so. That's why I was know? so fucked up because I didn't understand it. I didn't right. understand. Right. You know, I'd watched plenty of other fucking people make some fucking serious bullshit right. mistakes, right. and they got back in the wrestling. I business. mean, honestly, Sid's a classic example. Fuck, Sid fucking is notorious for doing some of this stupid shit. Yeah, but you know, the, the difference with Sid, just to be fair, Sid had that look. Sid Absolutely. Had such an he had an that it like, factor. That oh, he did. Right? No, oh, he no did. doubt about it. He look, I, I want to venture into something. So, you, you know, you leave WCW, you get to the WWE, mm -hmm. right? You're there for a while. Look, we could go back and forth about Vince and his imagination. I love Vince. Don't get me wrong. No, I get cool. you. I totally That's love cool. we, And I'll be we honest, love Vince. on this show, I'll tell you. Vince, we love Vince. Vince is like one of my... Uh, we I'm love 54 Vince. years old. He's I'm still sorry. one of my how can idols. How can yeah. he not? I mean, I, I, this this guy what, a, what guy. an empire. Explain how you cannot, because right. all we see but, on the computer is hatred. Yeah. Explain that. But well, what is that? Me, that's, but that's ask, perfect. Let me ask you this. So, he's the greatest heel ever. I, he, he, he put, he's he the put, greatest everything ever. He, yeah, put, right. he put you in a position. I mean, he put you in a position, which I thought... At the time was the right position, right? You're a rock. Yeah, guy. at the time, he thinks yeah. it's going to work and everything else. Yeah. At the but time, I veer yeah. off to something a little bit different. So I want, I want to talk about Shawn Michaels a little. Oh, bit, right? wait you, a minute! You were wait there. Stand still. You were Jesus. there at the time, kind of the transition into that click era. Right? Oh fuck! So, oh god! Let me, 
Tell me about your experiences. That has to be something. Michaels. You know, you guys, man, I'm telling you, I, when I talk to guys like you, I mean this, and I'm not There's trying to. There's guys like us? No, no, I mean this in a fucking. I didn't think there no, no, guys I mean this like in. Us. No, no, no. no I, just mean, I just mean the show. And the no, fucking, I understand. No, there's nobody like you. Come on. I'm, you. I'm talking about the show and okay. the positive but, nature of coming yeah. on here, and you guys Shoot. are fucking good to the people that come and talk to you. Yeah. I think the most. Let me just put something to you, and I want to tell the fans this. Because I did leave and didn't get to explain who I am. Nobody knows anything about me. Because I left, and I really left. Because I said, fuck it, I'm not going back. I'm not going to be tortured no more. I've had enough. Mm. I'm going to go home and watch my kids walk across the stage Mm. when they graduate from high school. And I can tell you right now, I know a lot of motherfuckers in the wrestling business that don't even have a fucking clue what it looks like to watch a child walk across the stage when they fucking get their high school diploma. Which is, which is a lot to give uh, up. Exactly. If I said Ric Flair, would it, I be a it, dick? It's hard. No, everybody. Sure. Fuck, I guarantee you, Taker hasn't seen any of his kids fucking sure. walk across the stage. And if I, he has, you know, he, he flew in and flew out the next fucking day. Yeah, somehow I, I feel like Mark Calloway gives a shit about his kids. Oh, fuck yeah. Don't get me wrong. Right. Oh, but, God but damn, I'm, I'm not saying that. No, I know I'm just saying they made the sacrifice... And I could have made the sacrifice. Right. I could have gone back and fought, and I could have got myself in. Right. But let me tell you right. what I mean by what I was saying. Go ahead. The reason I'm excited to be back in the wrestling business right now is because I have some hidden treasures. And I'm talking, in my opinion, I think they're fucking huge. I think they're really big. Because nobody knows about them. They haven't nice. seen them. Nice. So I, my last tour in the WWF, I wanted to convince Vince that my gimmick was great and it would make him money if he'd give me the chance. Max Payne. The, no, the Man Mountain Rock. Uh, right. you, I would have stayed felt, with... You I still felt you could oh, make I that? I'd have done Man okay. Mountain Rock, no problem. There you with go. All due respect, I agree. I'm going to give credit to the fan, right? Because I agree with him. Davio saying out there, Rick, Boog, Rick Boogs is Man Mountain Rock, by the way. Yeah. And what's, okay, uh, what's ironic about that is now, 30 years later, it's a good idea. It was a good idea back then. Oh, I said, no, it it was, but the problem was, well, so let me, Go I gotta, you got to hear the story. Gotcha. It won't make We're no with sense. You. We're with you. So, so here's what happened. I, I got to go back to WCW. It won't, this won't make any sense. Right. Okay. So it has to start with. Where the idea finally manifested itself for a living insanity for Point my of band. Okay. I was in a dressing room one night, and Brad Armstrong, a couple other guys, we were like the last guys Brad in the dressing Armstrong. room. Brad was in the shower, and all of a sudden he started singing. And I'm like, holy fuck. And right when he came out of the shower, I said, Brad, I have been putting this dream together my whole life. And I just heard my lead singer. He goes, really? And I said, yeah, you. He went, what? And I said, Brad, you're fucking badass. And Brad goes, oh, come on, Max. I said, no, listen, do you want to be, if I can pull this together, do you want to be in my band? And he said, yes. So, Mark Merrow, you know what I'm talking about? Johnny B. Bad. We sure do. Johnny B. Bad, about a week after I heard Brad singing, called me on the phone. And uh, <laughs> we were actually getting ready to go rehearse me shooting him in the face with the bad blaster. And uh, he, uh, he called me on the phone. He said, Max, I have an agent. And 
she came to center stage the other night and saw you wrestle Vader. And she knows about your guitar playing, and she really wants to talk to you. And I said, okay. Because I was really ready to go now. I got the singer. I already had. So Nick Patrick and I were doing the road together. And Nick Patrick, I don't know if you know this, he's a hell of a guitar player. Really? Yeah. The NWOF referee. Absolutely. What the fuck is going on here? So Nick and I, so <laughs> Nick and I were practicing. Brad's there. I have a friend in uh, I have a friend that I grew up with who is in a Led Zeppelin cover band. Okay. So he's a drummer. Uh, so that tells you how if good he's of, doing John Bonham, Are you fuck dude, he fuck, that's how I yeah, met I him please. in school. So he he's, must have been incredible. Oh, he still okay. is. I, I actually tell him this. We're gonna yeah. so I got music coming, brother. Yeah. But he He's the greatest undiscovered drummer in the world. And if he's watching the show, you rock. His name's okay. Nathan Carroll. And there Nathan, so I taught wow. Nathan how to be a wrestler. I had a territory. And okay. I taught Nathan how to be a wrestler. So now, and then I had another friend that was going to come that was going to be the bass player. He was a wrestler. Nick, and now I got Brad Armstrong. You're I got incorporating my, music and rock together. I, well, you're, it, you're Hogan. Well, is, except, except the difference for me, what I wanted to do was to be incredible legit and i thought the way to do that was to and i had so with living insanity i had all these ideas that i started to that it started to gel and i'd started i'd already written like three or four songs and so when i talked to this agent of mark marrow's um she immediately said yes i want to manage you let's go so I took, I went to WCW and I said, listen, I need to buy and build a recording studio. There was a new thing coming out at the time called ADATs. And ADATs were the first digital recorders. And so I went to WCW and there was, they had a lady that worked in the office that I was really good friends with. And I said, do you think I could talk WCW in to cashing me out? on my round trip tickets home so I could build this recording studio. As a trade-off. Yeah, as a trade-off. I got you. And she said, her name was Paula, and she said, let me find out. She called me back. She said, yes. Dude, that's a bold idea. And they, so they and fucking they bit. So they sent me a check for All 35 right. grand. For how much? 35. Okay. And so I took that money. In 19 what? 93. All right, 94. 19, yeah. You know, yeah. almost 30 years ago. So okay. what I did is I bought what was called the Elysis Dream Studio. It was 24 tracks of digital tape. Okay. I bought uh, Neumann microphones, AKGs. So you had state-of-the-art. State okay, fine. And I had state-of-the-art, two channels of preamp compression and what's called a tla which is a tube leveling amplifier one of the best from a company they're all tubes um company called summit at the time it was top notch very high very high end fucking tube shit right so i bought all that and we went to the fucking agent's house brad went with us said yes i'm on woohoo sign the fucking deal Flew everybody to Atlanta, brought all my friends to Atlanta. So you got the my, rock and wrestling all synchronized. Brought my drummer okay. there to fucking, bought him a brand new fucking sonar drum set. Right. So he comes, Spoiled I mean, he's never bastard. had a brand new drum set anyway. in his life. Okay. So he comes right. and gets a brand new drum set, and we set forth to, get, to record this album. So the next day after we sign, I say, okay, 
we're meeting tomorrow night at this place in Atlanta I'd rented. That's a good story in and of itself. I won't bore you with that part of it. All we right. rented this band studio, and 7 o'clock next night, all the rest of the band, Nick, uh, fucking... Nick Patrick. Nick Patrick. Strong on vocals. Yep. Okay. No, no, he's, no, Nick's a guitar player. So Nick, my guy from uh, Nathan, my guy from there, Dr. Squash, and we all are at the fucking place. Brad doesn't show up. First fucking rehearsal, Brad doesn't show up. After everything you put together. I, dude, I fucking got and my... he knew. He knew. That you put all and, this oh, together. That's, that's great. Next night, called him. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, yeah next <laughs> night, he wouldn't answer the phone. He quit answering the phone. Uh, we signed the contract, he vanishes. Now I'm like, what am I going to fucking do? I just spent all my money. I got all these guys fucking here, and the phone rings, and it's Tex Schlesinger. And I can hear he's like at a bar or something. He says, Max, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm fucking depressed. And he goes, yeah, I know. Listen, I got somebody you need to meet here at the Outback. Get your ass over here. Outback? Yeah, steak. You hate that steak. Yeah, right. Well, that I did. I was still eating them then. He hates that steak. Uh, well, at the time, they were good. Years ago, like they were them. great. Years ago, they were good. It's yeah. Really so, <laughs> so anyway... I go to the fucking Outback, here's Tex, and here's this fucking kid with dreadlocks. And I'm like, hey, and he goes, Tex says, hey, this is Brian uh, Armstrong. And I'm like, huh? Brian. He goes, this is Brad's brother. Okay. He just got out of the military, he's back. <laughs> this is Brian. And I'm like, wow, cool, nice to meet you. So we fucking sat there and just laughed and drank, got fucked up. And we go, I said, why don't you come back to my apartment with Smiths? We'll fucking have a little, yeah, 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 okay. So he comes back, and I had this guitar I called Pegasus. It was the fucking biggest piece of shit, court, white fucking acoustic guitar. It was so bad, you'll really appreciate this, brother. It was so bad that f- the fucking frets from the 12th fret on were so fucked up, Ugh. I just pulled them off with a pair of pliers and only Ugh. used the first 12th. But this it was an amazing... No, but wait a mean? minute. No, it wasn't ruined. My it son wasn't? still has his fucking guitar. You saved it. it. Well, it was amazing because it was full of magic. And okay. you know what I'm talking about. Some yeah, guitars... Had a particular some guitars got that right. fucking thing in them. And this is one of them. I wrote all my songs on this guitar. And I still right. have it. My son has it. Right. So, I said to Brian, I said, uh, I picked it up, and I started playing this song, and he, I said, do you know this? And he looked at me, and he smiled, and I was playing, I just figured out how to play plush acoustic. And he fucking started to sing. And I couldn't, I, I, I had to stop. I couldn't play. I was so, I was pissing myself. I was so excited. Because really? he, okay. he was fucking blowing my mind. Interesting. And so, I'm going, fuck me. This is great. And Brian says to me, Max, the reason I'm here is I want to be your lead singer. And I'm going, fuck you. And he goes, what? I'm, well, yeah, no, I want to do this. And I said, if you fucking think I'm taking on the Armstrong family, you're out of your fucking mind. I am not getting in the fucking between two brothers. Right. He goes, what do I got to do? I said, there's only one way this is going to fucking happen, Brian. If you have Brad call me. And you fucking tell Brad that he has to say to me, I fucking relieve myself and you can use my brother and you have my blessing. If Brad doesn't call me and say that, fuck you, we ain't doing this. I love you and you're great, brother, but I'm not fighting your family. I'm surprised you took that stance because Brad had already blown you off. Well, Brian, Brian's a completely different guy than Brad. Right. Brad, Brian, Brad's what I fucking. How well, how well did you know Brad? Brad? 
Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. I have, I fucking, I, <laughs> Brad and I had a great relationship. One of, one of the greatest oh, technicians in the world. Oh, room. Brad was Stop. fucking, you know what the problem with Brad was? He's too I, soft of a heart. It's really important. What actually happened to Brad? Yeah. Did we ever I, find out why I, he passed? Yeah. What's the deal? You know. What do you know? Well, listen. Let's let's just the talk about the death. The, the mean, death. You know? The death of wrestlers is usually two things. Okay. Drugs, or a heart attack from fucking using steroids their whole lives. All right. Um, I don't know. I and, and I I love Brad so much. I would never. I don't know a fucking thing. Okay. But I know one thing. Because I was one, we all were one. We were all eating fucking somas and fucking yeah, right. Helteons and right, fucking right. pain right. pills like they were fucking smarties for Christ's sakes. Uh. So you know, it's one of those things where Brad was one of those guys that he loved his pills like all of us. So nothing. I don't know what happened to Brad. I, I heard he'd gone into doctors having heart problems, and before you know it, he was gone. And it was like. Is oh, it? fuck. I see. I don't even know any of that. I, okay. uh, I just know what Brad struggled with. He had demons just like Brian. Brian will tell you. He's fucking been on. He's public, he's public that he's clean. Right. He's been clean for 11 years. And if he wouldn't have been, he'd be dead. Well, he's, already, be, he's already suffered a heart attack. Oh, fuck yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm talking about. So the next day, uh, I called Brian and I said, okay. So Brian came to the studio and we started practicing. And I don't know how to put this in any other way, but when Brian and I got together, the, the universe, had, you know this really well as a musician, the universe has this very, very distinct way of sending things to you. Mm -hmm. And when it sends it to you, you know, uh, you know and you know. then on top of that, yeah. you look back, like I look back at this and I'm like, I can't even fucking believe that I wrote this shit. Right. Because it, it, right. it's, it's, it, for it me. It wrote itself. It did. It really, time. swear to God. I, it's yeah. like fucking somebody I grabbed my hand and put it I on the paper. It. And I've it been fucking, lucky enough to be in a and, couple and of And it bands. just fucking yeah. came to me so fucking fast. Yeah. And Brian was the icing on the cake when I'd take it to him. He'd go, let me put my fucking spin right. on it, Max. Right. And he'd take it and put his spin on it. So I built a fucking studio in Jonesboro, Georgia, while I was still in WCW, mm -hmm. and we recorded 14 songs. 14? 14. 14. That, not one or two. When okay. I got fired from WWF, Rude came to my house. Rude's a whole other part of my life that is amazing. The Rude guy, as in? Rick. As in Rick? Yeah. As in Rude. Yeah, Rude. Okay. By the way, real quick. One of my favorites. Story, oh, he's By the question. All the rumors Ugh. on Rick Rude true on how he passed away. Do you, do you know anything I don't know about anything that? about Rick either. Nothing about Could Rick. Could you elaborate well, a little bit for the audience about how the rumors well, are the, about the how Well, the rumors Rick, are, one, that this he, was in, he was injecting um, steroids into his into penis. Into his shit. And then he passed I mean, away. Please help me out here. He, Does he? Yeah. I mean, I don't believe that. Okay, okay good. that's good. I, I think well, so. I, I heard hate a, the shit I, that gets. I heard all kinds of shit. I heard that. I heard that he had fucking AIDS, and before, rather than fucking let AIDS come out, you know what? Now I'm hold gonna, on. I'm gonna okay, go. Well, hold on. Hold on. Either you did heroin back in those days to yeah. get AIDS, no. or you were gay. Well, it was Rick Rude. Show either of those. No. I, no. Okay, so fuck that rumor. So, so I hated so that fuck one. That I hated that one. I'll tell you. Okay. I'm going to tell you honestly. I know Rude really fuck? well. Okay. I did fucking drugs with Rude. Rick's and fucking Rude. He's he's without a doubt 
I adore Rick. One of my best fucking friends in the I wrestling adore business. Rick Rude. I can't even. I hate hearing we shit did, about him. We did 125 miles an hour in his right. fucking jag, right. convertible Jaguar right. to a fucking show in Savannah. Why was his once son not a pro wrestler? I saw him induct him into the whole thing. That guy's huge. Because he's smart. He knows. Oh, he, he knows because he knows better. He knows. Quick. He knows the fucking okay. line. Is Banner okay. Royal wants to know what happened to your WWE guitar? Ooh. Uh, we'll talk about that later. We're so it's not a time. Oh. So that's. Oh, okay. So WWE guitar. I I was so distraught when I fucking left the business. I fucking sold it, and I was so happy to have that fucking sold. nightmare out from underneath my bed. Okay. I couldn't even tell. So it was yours, and the, and you and the funny it. part about it is, is what the fuck would even if I gave it back to Vince, what the fuck would he do with it? Well, to be honest, he can't even put it in a fucking right. Hall of Fame. I'm not trying to play Monday morning quarterback, but if you would have held on to it oh. to this day, yeah, oh. dude, God knows, oh. what kind of crazy money you would have gotten? Wait, wait, you know, but you know what? The problem with that would be that would have been a secession for me to the fact that you know the wwf guitar was an incredible dichotomy to me yeah i i came up with the idea i had it made and then the guys that i had it made for turned their backs on me but that's a fucking bigger story it, we're not even to the good shit yet because yeah, the, yeah. the rock star Steve Miller is involved. In fact, Steve Miller? Steve Miller. Wait, what? Fuck the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Steve Miller? He cost As me, he's getting inducted? I love him. He cost me my job in the WWF. He, Steve wow. Miller? He cost me. Not, no, he didn't cost me Wait, my job. Fly like an eagle, he, Steve he Miller? He didn't cost me my okay. job. He cost me my career. St- Steve Miller. All right. We got about wow, two wait minutes. a second. We got about two minutes. Oh, what are you two doing? Minutes, can You're you coming re- back. Can, wait a minute. you got to two minutes, back. can you recap is... how Steve Miller cost you your career? Oh, fuck. He agreed to be my manager. Steve Miller. All the way until J.J. Dillon called me on the phone. He's a midnight talker. And said, and said to me, he said, Max, I called Steve to do this thing with you. And he said no. And I said, what? He said, he said no. I'm like, what do you mean? He said no. He called me and wanted to do this. His fucking uncle was a wrestler. We He's the one who called me how on the fuck, how called the me did, on the phone. How the fuck did he get in touch with you in the first place? What was the stuff? Oh, you shit. only got two minutes. I can't do it. Oh, we gotta can't have do back. it. I can't this is do rough. it. It's too much, man. And I, and Steve I, Miller. we have, we really haven't got to some of the heavy shit like my oh. movie, my behind the scenes movie. My, no, the record no. that I'm going to release this year with Brian well, singing on it. Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, what I'm going to contact you. This is rough. We'll get you back on for a recap Wait a minute, of the he, show. We got to get him back. Where do you live? I live in Idaho. What the fuck, well, That's bro. why we got the internet. Oh, we can contact that's them. That's true, too. So, All yeah, right. can we do We can do I do a Zoom there's with you. Absolutely. absolutely. There's ways. Oh, my Great God. Great interview. Real quick before we go. Fly like an eagle? I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. What the fuck? My opinion. Did the click cost you your job? He, absolutely. Well, you know what? Wait a minute. Let Steve me answer. And the clip? Let me. Oh no. Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. No. Wow. Abs- no. Absolutely. Wow. The movie. I'll, I'll. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. We'll let the movie speak for itself. But on the night that I played in Geneva, Switzerland. So, real. I'm going to tell you a real quick story. Louis okay. Piccoli, him and Owen Hart were fucking around in the dressing room on my last tour. And I really, it's funny, I, I wanted this so bad, and they did it for me. Right. They're, we're on our, and fucking Owen sprayed cologne in Louie's eyes, and I was working with Louie. And I went to fucking Tony Gurria, because everybody's going to have to do a battle royal, and I said, 
Tony, I'm the only guy in the WWF that can give you 15 minutes without an opponent. And he looked at me and went, what? And I said, let me go out and play in place of the match. Mm-hmm. And so I went out and played. And on my last night, I'm playing in Geneva, Switzerland. I finished, played Smoke on the Water, two of my songs, played for fucking 20 minutes. Crowd's fucking standing going, right. do Gaben, do Gaben, which means do it again in Germany, right. man. Yeah, when the fucking yeah, Germans yeah. pop, it's Mark the most, show. it is the most amazing yeah. feeling. Like when I told you when they did that for me after I played right. in, in Bremen. Right, right. I'm fucking going, wow, this is amazing. I walk out, and there's Kevin standing here. And I said, he, Kevin looks at me, and he goes, yeah, your gimmick's just not working, Mac. <laughs> what Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. What the fuck? Yeah, it's not working. See you later. Well, that's what he, he that's not on camera, but that's what he was saying. I know so just- I have this movie I have. I'm here to tell you, it's going to fucking blow people's minds because there's never been a movie like this wow. there's not a movie out there like this so i took this camera with me on my last tour of the wwf and i have a complete behind the scenes. there is shit in there like no one's ever seen wrestlers talk about a match i got bam bam and sid bam bam talking their fucking match i got owen on this movie i got fucking yokozuna on this movie i got right. louis piccoli on this Late movie great. the <laughs> list goes on so this movie will answer your question all right, so here's the nice. deal. The fans are nice. freaking out. They're trying to say delay, whatever's coming up next. Keep keep Max on, but look to be fairness. So Max, let's keep contact. We'll let's do see. again. We'll do oh again. fuck, let's part. Absolutely. We'll just call this part we'll one. Because we'll yeah, you know what, too. man? Here's the truth of the matter. So let me just tell you real quick the last thing I got to deal with. So for whatever reason, the universe throws these curves at you. So I fucking. I'm at the point, the last couple of years, my guitar playing has been going downhill, and I'm, I've been working my balls off trying to fucking get my licks better, and okay. it's been going downhill. All and right. I went to the fucking doctor, and I have these fucking horrible carpal tunnels, and it's oh, called the Guillain. It's Guillain. great for the wrist. Yeah, and Yo, so and all my fingers are numb. Yeah. So I got to have two surgeries after uh, WrestleCon. Uh, but once I get done with those... I'm going to fucking finish this shit and I'm going to fucking get this album out because truly the world will fucking, I really believe the nice thing about the record is it's the first time that wrestlers have ever spoke about music or about wrestling in music and everything we wrote at the time, everything I was writing at the time was completely about wrestling fucking and what it was doing to me. I was kicking my fucking ass seven ways from Sunday and I couldn't figure out how to fucking get over and beat the game. And I just had so many players and I don't to this day, like Sean, I thought Sean and I were good friends, but you know, Vince got some shit in his head with me. And then it just, it it just all started to cavalcade going the wrong direction. And that's why I left. It was time. Right. What could have been. Yeah. What could have been. We'll talk more. I'll I'll give you, I'll do all the, I'll do any, I'll do it fucking 50 interviews with you if you all want. right expect man mount <laughs> max pain man mountain rock on a soon to max coming fucking pain thank you brother long <laughs> island's number one pro wrestling broadcast in a part two pharaoh send us out you've been watching monty and the pharaoh how far in are we what is this like which we got one this? more we got one no we got two more one more we got two more okay <laughs> either way we got more see you later stay tuned